Heard as an independent podcast, each week we hear stories from the food lovers, misfits, and wanderers that make this community one of the best places to eat and drink. To support us, please visit www.patreon.com slash heardthepodcast. I'm Sarah. I'm here with Ryan. Yeah, per usual. Yet again, per usual. Yeah. Good day to podcast, it Ryan. Is, it is. It's, I, feel like it's, <laughs> I feel like it's needed, that's for sure. It was definitely needed. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's been a long week without you. Oh. Yeah. Yep. See, too sweet to me. Too su- I actually come down here just for the compliments. So He does. He yes. does. You know what you also come down here for is some therapy at times. Because there are yes. times you walk into this restaurant and you just look at me and you just know. Yep. And then you, all you say is, you good? Yep. And then it's, no. Yeah. And uh, then, oh, yeah. They, uh, and then we just yeah. belly up to the, to yeah, the bar. They, yeah. Yep. There are plenty of times yeah. where we have, you know, because yep. we're both night owls about it on the, on yep. the message side of yep. uh Hey, I saw like you yeah. seem, I saw you. you seemed a little uh, like you're stressed. Yeah, you all right. Yep, you're just well, one you're, of those yeah. people that just know. You yep. just know. Yeah, it's, it's the but. it's the uh, little reminder <laughs> of uh, hey, just don't forget you're killing it. It's hills and valleys. Hills and Hill, valleys. It is hills and valleys. Yeah, sometimes um, sometimes a little more uh, you know one than the other, but <laughs> sometimes the valley is deep. Y- yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least it's not a margarita podcast. Like, it's it's <laughs> this. It's could be. It could, could be. be. It could be. <laughs> it could be. I am so excited this week because today we have Neo Ralph and Neo is a chef here at the Cranky Buzzard and Neo is also one of the most interesting humans I've ever met. Also one of the best humans I've ever met. Don't turn red. Don't get weird about (laughs) it. It's the the truth. It's the God honest Uh truth. Um, I'm so excited. Um, As soon as I knew that we were going to be doing this, I, I thought about people that I would love to talk to and that the community needs to know about. And you are just one of those people. So as, you know, as I fangirl, <laughs> here I am yeah. fangirling. And the cool part about it is I am fortunate enough and grateful enough that this wonderful human being works in my restaurant. Um, this restaurant would not be what it is without you. Um, if you have eaten here and you have experienced anything vegetarian, vegan, uh, anything that, that, that is done with jackfruit, or quinoa <laughs> or anything, uh, it, there is a way that this food becomes amazingly delicious where you don't miss meat, and that's Neo, and I will tell customers left and right. And so um, thank you for your time today. Yeah, of course. Um, and we just want to start by asking everybody the same question. We ask it to bartenders. We ask it to chefs. We ask it to everyone. Tell us uh, what happened that, that you thought, you know what, food. I'm doing food. Yeah, totally. Um, Well, definitely. Everything throughout life, it always comes back to food. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, since I was a kid, uh, born and raised on Long Island, Italian family, you know, cooking with the grandmother in the kitchen, tossing the pizza dough, making the meatballs. Uh, My grandfather was a butcher. Um, A pretty famous one. Yep. From what I understand. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah, like a big deal. Yeah, my my uncle created a business off of him. Grandpa Scouts was famous, so I'll say that. but yeah, I would spend summers with him just picking and drying herbs outside, um, learning the whole process of that. Like he really supported um, food and the culture. And that always would bring, that would, that's like the one thing that would bring us together as a family is time in the kitchen, working together with your hands, learning like that. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I would watch the Food Network religiously as I was a kid and, um, yeah, he really supported that, and he like bought me some equipment that I still use to this day that I use in this <laughs> restaurant, <laughs> yep. the sausage maker. Yep. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, and so I, like once I started working as a teenager, you know, fast food industry, just first jobs, you know, started like that. Stepped away for a little bit and have always kind of gone back to the kitchen. Yep. Um, I started, I was at Four Corners out in Chippewa Falls when I was yep. like 19 or so, working there. Um, yeah, and like I said, it always comes back to food. I've stepped away so many times. I've done... Um, you know, I, I moved all over the country, uh, did a lot of um, things outside the kitchen, I guess. Absolutely. But so, yep. yeah, I was doing some, like, uh, disaster relief work and a lot of volunteering, things like that. And some of the, my favorite memories that I made there was, like, after the long work day out in the field, we'd come back and we would just all come together and cook some food, mm-hmm. create some stuff. Um, that, was, that was also, that's a huge part of kind of like my mission or my purpose that I feel mm-hmm. with handling food is there is this instance especially in the the midst of the pandemic mm-hmm. when there was all that unknown right yeah. I was um, based down in Louisiana after Hurricane Laura and uh, we were it was the first response that we did after the pandemic after the shutdown mm-hmm. you know it's like how can we we can't not respond yep. to these communities so so once we got down there it was like a small like dart team of like eight of us and the organization that i was with um food like for us eating it was such it was like do we cook for ourselves do we go do we have to go out to eat what's the like least points of contact to not contract covid um and it all boiled down to you know it was such it was it, it was becoming an issue and um, you know, they would tell us, oh, don't don't cook for yourselves. Go eat out or go get takeout. And we're like, well, we're in rural Louisiana in a pandemic and a disaster zone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah, we have one. Can you just door dash that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, sounds, that, sounds, that sounds like the complete opposite of yeah. what you should yes. be doing. But. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we had one local like Tex-Mex place. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, we can't eat this for two meals a day. We're, we're out working <laughs> in the field. I'm going to get like malnourished and overheated. And, uh, yeah, one day we were just like, you know what? Screw it. Mm-hmm. We got the card. We're going to yeah. go to Walmart and get some vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> and we all just passed around this tomato and ate it like an apple. Yep. It was beautiful. Oh. So this led into this whole, this battle with our, like, higher-ups in the organization. Like, hey, like, we, like we're here to serve these communities. We're fueling these com- communities. And, like, we can't even fuel ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do we do this? And my program director at the time, she really went to bat for me. And um, we created, cultivated this uh, this base cook position. It was this first position um, in the organization because it's not, we're not a food organization. It wasn't like that. Um, so, yeah, I ended up being the one base cook um, that was cooking for, like, multiple bubbles of people. Yeah. That's how we had to do that. And... That's what gave me a lot of the experience with the vegetarian and the vegan things. So I had to accommodate to a lot of diets and allergy restrictions um, that uh, mul- all these volunteers from all over the place um, had to, you know, live with. So that that was really cool. I was kind of I was I had to be by myself. I was kind of isolating the times of the pandemic, but um, so I was like my own bubble. But I had the kitchen to myself. Mm-hmm day to night doing all the orders this and that like meal planning and it was uh, like looking back it was so much fun mm-hmm. i i love that so much um and especially because like when 
and when the teams would like come back from the day, the long work days in the field, like I'm like, I know how that is. And when I'd ask them how their day was, it'd be like better now. Right. Because I get to like eat this fresh food, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So that. It must have pumped you up a little bit too, though, being, like knowing that you were a integral part of somebody's day in such a positive way mm-hmm. and being like, oh, yeah, which once you said everything comes back to food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the aspect of there's a reason for the. You know, the phrase like comfort food, because yep. comfort food is not doesn't always have to be specific. Uh, it definitely is seasonally sometimes, but um, sometimes, you know, just a good meal, even if you're just cooking mm-hmm. it for yourself instead yep. of taking the convenient route mm-hmm. um, can be therapeutic. Like for like for me, I have lists on like my Spotify list of if I'm uh, like if I cook breakfast, uh, I'm usually listening to Chicago Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know, yeah, 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 like what, without fail, uh, and then it, like if I, you know, if I'm cooking like a late dinner, I'll go all the way down to like, you know, Sinatra, yes. and whatever. And it's and it, you know, and and it's just because it's one of those like, all right, I, I got my day. I spent my whole day focusing on on this, and this stressed me out. This takes my mind off it, and at the same time, mm-hmm. makes me you know I you know I'm doing something for myself is what Absolutely. it comes down mm-hmm. to. I'm not, you know I'm not I, I've spent all day, especially in the service industry, um, taking care of everybody else. Yep. That sometimes you know even if it's you know whether it's you taking care of yourself or you going to see friends who are cooking for you, right. it feels good to be taken care of instead yes. of doing the taking care of. Yep. Yeah. So. They're just I. There really are fond memories. I look back at at all the things that that you do in life, and I think about how food came into play. And it it's you're right. It's everything from being somewhere where food is limited, mm-hmm. um, which I've been. Um, I will tell you some of my fondest memories from the military are the um, absolutely hysterical meals that we would put together based on all the MREs that we were handed. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the different concoctions that we would make based off of what you opened up and had in your, in your brown thing. (laughs) Um, and the jokes that came from that. But then at the same time also, um, as being in a place where, um, you know, you own a business or, or you're doing something where, um, someone in the community reaches out and says, we have people that don't know where their next meal is coming from. And, you know, you think, well, I, I don't have any money to give, <laughs> um, but I do have food. Mm-hmm. Or like when something bad happens to somebody and then people sign up to bring them food or, you know, it's just everything does come back to food um, all the time. Yep. And it's just I, I really feel like if, you know, you think about um, any celebration, you know, in our culture and really a lot of cultures, um, is celebrated with food um, all the time. Um, I've been overseas where you're thanked with food. Um, some of the most disgusting things you've ever seen or smelled or tasted in all your life, but this person is saying, Raccoon. thank you. Raccoons are beautiful creatures, you and I will stand I, by that no, fact. You, I will, I I will stand die by on this that. hill. I, I will die on this hill. I will, I will fall on that sword. <laughs> Yeah, They're ro- beautiful my, creatures. My roommate wants to own a raccoon. You can. I, we'll talk. No, we'll, no, no. Don't, after you, this, don't you start with him. After this, I'm going we'll to, get, we'll get him. Now. No, no, no. Never. <laughs> no, I told him that. I go, he's got creepy little hands. I go, we let. They we, do. I go, They're beautiful we have creatures. A, we have a porch that certain animals can fall off of. They are beautiful creatures. No. But, you know, I think about 
like for example, I flew medevac in Alaska for a long time and families would thank us um, with what is known as Alaskan ice cream, which is made from whale fat um, and fish and berries. And it is by hand beaten with ice and, and it's absolutely foul. It's horrible. It smells <laughs> terrible. Seal oil. It's terrible. It is exactly mm-hmm. what you think it would smell and taste like. But to somebody who has nothing mm-hmm. to, to prepare something like that, where even to the point where the animal had to, well, for a whale, the animal had to die and then wash up, had to wash up, which is not a regular occurrence. No. Um, to then for them to be able to make that and then give it to you to say, thank you. When that's, when they need it, they need to keep that. They need to hang on to that. It's, you know, you, you're like, this is wonderful. It's a gesture. Point it is. And that. it's always yeah. food. Yep. 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 Always. Cause they'll give you what they got and that's what they got. That's what they got. Yeah. Yep. You know, I've always been a, um, and I can't say it enough, actually. It, it, uh, the reason when I was able to growing up around here, when I moved to Chicago, I was so nervous to be out of just, anxiety-wise and the rest of it to be I didn't know anybody there um, other than who I was moving in with who'd lived there for three years and him and I weren't generally that close Um, we knew each other in the same house we got along but I needed to change so I wanted to go there and I would watch uh, I would re-watch the uh, No Reservations, oh, Anthony Bourdain yep. uh, you know, episode, whenever I started to doubt myself a little bit or I'd get worried. And I go, because I related to the fact that, A, um, somebody like that was very uh, you know, centralized around what food and drink can do for your day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the honest side of how people take, uh, look at that in, you know, in a day-to-day context, far different than a lot of the people in the industry do. Absolutely. Where you go like, oh, yeah, people actually do like, need us more than we think mm-hmm. and more than they think. And the thing is to not, you know, to not look at it as thankless in that aspect, but not ask for it because I go, you know, those, those little things like just going out to have a, you know, Hey, order the, order the cream sauce and have a pint. Order the cream sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Order, you know, get a, get a, get a pint at, you know, two or three in the afternoon. And I thought about, I go, yeah, I do that. I do that. Like you don't feel food and drink makes you feel far less. Uh, alone, uh, you, know, you got to put it right. that way. When you go, oh yeah, like there's something to this. I'm yes. not, I'm not the only one that think thinks this. And whenever I need that reminder, I'll watch something like that. And Neil, like you were saying, you're like, yeah, just making somebody's day, like mm-hmm. passing something as simple as passing around a tomato and eating <laughs> it like an apple. Yep, I, that's something that clearly was important enough that like. You remember it. Yes, right? totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and yeah. you're probably not the only one. You yeah, know? we're like, all going to get tomato tattoos. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was probably the best tomato. It, it was such a bad moment. Yeah. It, was so, yes. it was so good. Yes. So good. Yeah. And it's, you know, I love I love stories like that. And I'm, I am so fortunate enough to have met people in this, in this building, in this kitchen, in this space that have stories like that, have experiences like that, who love food like that, mm-hmm. who appreciate food like that, that, that we just continue to try to make something special for the community. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly believe that we also have some of the best customers that come into mm-hmm. this space as well. Although some days are harder than others, um, in trying to do something different in the area. Um, but occasionally you get that one note left behind where somebody <laughs> says, no, this is, this is why you come out to eat. This is, you know, this is what you do. And then 
to turn around and, and want to create something just as special for the people that work here. Um, but I don't know how I found the crew that I did um, <laughs> that work at both the front of the house. Well, the front of the house is just wild. Let's yeah, just be yeah. real about <laughs> that. Just wild. <laughs> but to find the, the family in the back um, that all have these shared experiences where um, still to this day, somebody in the kitchen will say something like, hey, I used to work here. Hey, I staged there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what did you just Dude. say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'm sorry. You worked... I'm sorry. You worked with Dan Barber. What? <laughs> like, yeah, do you, yeah. oh, why do you just nonchalantly drop this? What? Like, what? Tell me everything about doing that. Tell me, tell me everything about that. Because Without fail. On the on the lucky side, I look what? at a some of the people I work work for. Um, uh, my main boss, uh, Melissa Burt, who is a wonderful individual. And hearing some of her stories because she used to you know, like run Stones Throw mm-hmm. as their manager and you hear all these wild stories and she's balancing being a GM for not only us, but as well as like Kelly golf course. And I go, I don't know how you do that. And then I look at the back of the kitchen since Nettie had passed everybody who's worked in the back of that kitchen, um, between, I think it was, it was Corey first and then, uh, Shane Johnson and Brady Sheehan have also There's a b- shout out to Shane every week. Uh, yeah, without fail. He's yeah. like Will Waldo. He's spoiled. He's spoiled. He is spoiled. But hi, then, Shane. Yeah, hi, Shane. <laughs> and then, uh, like, Tank Bullock's been up there, and he's filled in a bunch of times, and then having Tyler, and yep. actually Neil shadowed Tyler up there mm-hmm. before, and I go, everybody has been in that little galley pirate of a kitchen, <laughs> yep. you know, making tacos. I go, are all people <laughs> that I, I look at and I don't take for granted, but I go, Dude, our our rotation in that back is better than, you know, some yes. major restaurants. I go because yes. all the all these people do it because yeah. Hey, I mean, I know it's well above their their pay grade. They do it because they love it. But I go, I am so lucky that we have those people up there, and that I know all of them. That yes. sometimes I take a step back and I really go I'm like, whoa. I go like, yep. All of them that that take the time. I go, hey. We must be nice enough to, you know, be worth the time. Yep. But B, I go like, wow, like all the things that I forget day to day. I forget how much everybody's done and what your mm-hmm. real resume looks like. Yes. Where you just go, oh, like I mean, Neil, you and I have only, you know, only recently met, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, just I would never have guessed half your backstory, you <laughs> yeah. know, because why? Because why Most would I? Don't. But yeah. yeah, but well, yeah. and it's it's part of the reason I think that you and I wanted to do this podcast is because we, it, it took me a very short amount of time in this restaurant, um, meeting the people that I've met and, and then fully understanding. And, and as a listener, hate this, if you want, I I'm not <laughs> sorry, but it's a, it's a fact of the matter. Hate it if you want, but this oh, community, yeah. um, it has absolutely no idea what kind of talent that it has and how much experience it has. What kind of people it has. And what kind of people that they have. And when you go out to eat in this restaurant or you go to a bar in this restaurant, um, there's there's absolutely no um, forethought of who's serving you, where they've been, and what they've done. And you don't know how lucky that you are. It's the what have you done for me lately situation. It is the I want more and I want it for less and I have no. But, but I think what people need to realize is there are these are professionals. These are people that have done things more than this community, bigger than this community, and have brought their experiences back here and are creating amazing things for this community. And so I know that we wanted to start this podcast so that the community knew, no, hey, you need to look at the talent 
Look right. at the people that live here. We are so fortunate. Agreed. And so it's just kind of one of those things. Like when you go to Taco Tuesday at Hilltop, um, when you come and have a special um, at, at some of the restaurants, when you look at who's cooking in these places, um, for a minute, like understand that these are not just people that have decided. These, these are not just the oh, people that, that, uh, people that had who no other the, option. Who had no other yeah, option. Which. Or it was either cook or, or yeah. go to jail or cook or, or do this. It's, yeah, no. it's, these are, it's not. These are people that are smart and educated and talented and are far more talented than us as the owners. The word, um, yeah, it, and I agree. The, uh, mm-hmm. it, when you and I first talked about it, I just, oh, sorry. Uh, I, remember, uh, I, re- I remember I sitting down and I was like, well, what's your, like, what's your baseline concept? And you're like, Honestly, just like that, you know, anti-Yelp uh, side of things, I guess you want to put mm, it that way. Anti-Yelp. Yeah, yep. we'll put it that way. Um, but that it just went down to the fact that it's for the industry. Anyone else who likes to hear it wants the insight, that's great. Mm-hmm. But, it, it, you know, it's uh, the same reason I, you know, I when the, the Facebook page, the Angry Bartender, came out like whenever I had a bad like you know, a shift where I'm just like yep. like frustrated I'd get home I look at that page I'd, yeah. and he that guy would always post something that I go oh that's very relatable but he would also put up a hey so how was everybody's night and everyone yep. would share stories and I go oh yeah that's like that's for us because mm-hmm. if you walk into a restaurant or a bar and you don't go you're, you don't work there so you go maybe once a month yep. and you catch them on a bad night you will, for whatever reason, even though you've had, you could say you've been going there once a month for two years and it's been lights out mm-hmm. the whole time. You catch them on one bad day. That's what they remember for you. That's and they remember. forget that yeah. that you're, A, a person, B, passionate about what you do, and C, generally care and take things personally, even if even if we don't show it, because we're not allowed mm-hmm. to show it too much on that aspect. Right. You know, we're just... Uh, a lot of the times, unfortunately, and this doesn't go for everybody, um, they just go, "I, hey, like, I, you're here for me. It's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 like, I'm here for me, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I... I yes, this I, is a professional place of work. It, yes. This is something we chose <laughs> yeah. to do. So yeah. don't, you know, don't... It's the look down thing that occasionally mm-hmm. it may, occasionally makes, you know, a bad day worse well, or a good day Anthony less. Who said it's a very unique industry where you uh where as the person behind the line uh there's that unique disparity of like the poverty level and then also serving someone a $50 pork yeah. chop yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah that you, you, I, you might be lucky you know. to eat the scraps of yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah. eating over the garbage can yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, our, our joke is what did you eat today well I ate a lot of scraps yeah. Really scraps. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah my my, my my diet is atrocious when it comes mm-hmm. to work on the aspect that uh I'm lucky that I have so many friends in the industry that are like Hey, I brought you St. Olaf's fish fry or this and this and this, which is also why, and Sarah knows this, and I'm not patting myself on the back by any means, but I order more food to go for other people who don't ask for it than I take home for myself because I go, if I have the time, yeah, that can change somebody's day. Absolutely. I'll bring food to to Wam or whoever's working for Mm -hmm. Hill or Elbow or whatnot, and I go, just as a, they're like, why do you do this? Mm -hmm. And I go, because you guys are you guys are family and you can only make so many things so many different yep. ways in a kitchen if you have a set menu. I go so here's a little something different. Yep. 
Uh, Neil, I was going to ask you, what would you say is one of your uh, your wilder restaurant stories? What you say was a uh, you're kind of I know that's a long list. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. but on the aspect that you've had a pretty adventurous life, uh, would you would you say the like the Louisiana side was the more difficult and uh, I guess call it fluid? Um, that was that was like completely I think separate from the industry yeah. life you know um is I but that was I had to be very um you know adaptable to adversity resilient in a way because you know again hurricane or disaster zone um didn't have hot water to clean with so I'm like boiling water tea kettle water <laughs> filling up my sink with that have to work with what I got in a way um so that that was definitely the challenge. I like the challenge, though. Um, but also, back in the industry uh, side of things, I'd say working. I feel like you guys have probably talked about haunted restaurants before. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's that, one of our favorite topics. I think that was yeah. a big thing. I was I was at the Shuli House in Triple Falls God. for a bit. Oh that, yeah, that, I love that, that place, that energy. That, that place is something. There was always. Like, I never, before that, I was like, oh, paranormal, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But then I'm like, yep, yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. That, that so. means if it can hardline you when you're like, yeah, okay, whatever, that's TV show nonsense, yeah. to all of a sudden you're like, okay, this isn't a one occurrence. You're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I kind of can't, I can't, uh, I can't explain it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's real, it's there. Um, it's a neat building. Though. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I, I find I find the Sheely house to be fascinating, mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah. All, all in one. I, That's I how I feel about grateful. you, Sarah. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very it's grateful. Go on my <laughs> online dating profile. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> fascinating, delicious. <laughs> yeah. But it, it really, it is, um, it is uh, one of those places where, um, you know, again, I will fangirl mm-hmm. the heck mm-hmm. out of some businesses in this area. And that's another one where I'm like, God, you guys don't know how lucky you have it. Yeah. I've met some of the greatest like people in the industry that mm-hmm. I met through that restaurant. I still, I work with some of them here. Absolutely. Um, we fangirl some of them over <laughs> at Wigwong, Erica Cooper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, I, yeah. that, that woman, you want to talk about fangirl. Hi, Erica. Um, oh, yep. Cook <laughs> me <laughs> anything. Hey, ju- ju- just, to put anything. A, just to put a period on that, I also also have to uh, mention to once again pat myself on the back. Erica's also <laughs> worked in the. I, I, I didn't mean to leave her. She'll call me out on it if I, I if I leave her out of the fact that she has also worked in the Hilltop Someone's Kitchen. Someone's gonna have to tip her off to listen to this. Yeah, she she also worked. We are she, big fans. She is also named above all the greats up there that have worked mm-hmm. in that kitchen. She's amazing. She yes, is. Yes, yes. Somebody who was also very very passionate and uh, balances a lot. Having mm-hmm. you know in the service industry too, people forget yeah. when you have. Uh, there's actually a remarkable amount of single parents that work in the industry mm-hmm. um, and trying to balance and even if you're not balancing home life and if you're it, classic it sucks to be good at your job absolutely because you're there all the because then you're there all the time you're the primary mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. so I, you know a lot of what like you were saying Sarah it comes down to humanizing the fact that it does you know, it does and and a you know there are um, there are people that come in and and they have come from different places in this community and I've now known um, when I hear things like Sheely House when I hear experience like Live Great Food mm-hmm. um, I know what kind of inherently what kind of person 
that I'm going that, that I'm that I'm speaking with and it's just kind of one of those like oh <laughs> <laughs> yes like these people are so cool yeah. um, it's the passion it is mm-hmm. and it's and it's the creativity and it's all of it um, and so I you know I am not this podcast was not intended for me to plug my own restaurant um, it just so happens that Neo works at this one. Right. Uh, no, nor, not, I, nor I the I hilltop it. either. Oh, but oh, it's an easy it, it's an easy reference for but both if, of us. Yeah, and if I you've come. not had the Beyond Burger and you've not had the falafel on the menu at this restaurant, I'm telling you, falafel is dry. It is dry. And I tell Neo this constantly. <laughs> falafel is so dry. I've eaten falafel all over the world. This falafel is so, so good. Oh, I brought, I brought the falafel over to the girls at Wigwam and also... Anything I bring up to uh, to the hell, mm-hmm. I'll usually because uh, we work by ourselves. I'll usually make other people try it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I'll, you know, I once again, even if I brought it up for me, mm-hmm. I you know, I probably get a bite, and then I, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Where's this from?" And I go, "Oh yeah, yeah. like we're we're our own tribe in the service industry. We all, have, yeah. There's no shame in plugging plugging other people because yeah. our word carries weight. I like to believe that if we you know, Absolutely. We, you know our, uh, another thing Sarah and I talked about was we didn't want to have people on just to have people on. Yeah, we, we didn't want somebody who just started. Mm-hmm. We wanted uh, we wanted people that you would want to listen to because they have the experience and the, and the passion, uh, not just to fill a slot, but to have. Which Absolutely. is why we've we've we have our lists yep. of people, but there will be repeats on those lists as well because as yep. you know, seasons come and go, which is nice. There's always going to be changes to talk about. Yep. Um, I would love for somebody that listens to this podcast to go to Wigwam Mm -hmm. or Live Great Food or Hilltop on a Tuesday and appreciate uh, hearing and knowing at least a, a fraction of the story of the person who cooked that food and to want to go to different places because they now humanized the people that are behind that right, business. Right. Um, and so I hope that as listeners that you hear stories of people like Neo and Erica and Tyler um, and you, you know, the places that they are um, and you go into places like the elbow room yeah. <laughs> and mousetrap. Well, well places, you, places, some people know, wouldn't. Hey, you're Ryan. Yeah, you're Ryan. Yeah. I know. And I got that. that and one I, day. yes. Yeah, that happened like, to me, but, Hey, I, yes, yeah, I heard, I yeah. heard your story and it's just bringing the community in so that people really do understand how lucky we are. To yeah. be the, a, a big, small town. And how lucky they are to have us. Because I'm not ashamed to admit yeah. that they are just as lucky to have us as yep. we are to have them. So, well, Neo, we thank you so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's going back to go back to the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, hey, is it, if that's, if that's, if that's <laughs> on a service <laughs> industry podcast, we're, pull her out of the kitchen. I, gotta, I right just got to wash my hands yeah. and I'll be out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but so. yeah, and Neo, it's been great getting to meet you too. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yep. just yeah, I'm, I have, uh, yeah, I, no one's had anything but wonderful things to say about you. So yep. don't I'll take hear. that lightly. You know? Yep, heard. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. Yep. We yeah. hope you guys have a great week. 